Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Well, this is the morning of Christmas Eve that I'm making this broadcast. I have family in the house with me, and the wife has ordered me in to make a broadcast quickly <laughs> to, to be able to get back with my family. So, of course, I'm doing as I am told. <laughs> so may I say a very, very Merry Christmas to all of you. Lord, bless them. Hear their prayers. Be ahead of their prayers before they even ask. You are already answering. And may 2019 be a wonderful and prosperous and safe year for us all in America, in Jesus' name. All right, so today is 12-24-2018. I'm making this broadcast, which shall air on Christmas. Our topic is finances. Actually, several things I'll talk about today, but primarily finances. This comes to us from Hal Turner. It says, urgent. Treasury Secretary calls CEOs of top banks, quote, liquidity check for Monday. This is Sunday, 23 December 2018 is the date of this. It says, now, I don't know how you get this information, but nevertheless, I'll just read it and we're going to tie it in. Now, remember, we have an advantage because we know Bible prophecy and because we have the modern prophecies, then we know what to throw away that's rubbish, that that's not going to happen. We know things that are not going to happen now. And then we also know the things that we need to be paying attention to. So I'm telling you right now, this is one of the things we need to be paying attention to. So about six hours ago, on a lazy Sunday afternoon, he says, the weekend before Christmas Eve, U.S. Secretary Steve Mnuchin took time off from his holiday vacation in Cabo San Lucas to personally telephone the CEOs of America's top six banks. Okay, so the question we have to ask before we read on is, something going on? The answer is, I believe, yes. Yes, something very big is going on. Let's go on. Secretary Mnuchin conducted a series of calls today with the CEOs in the nation's six largest banks. The CEOs confirmed that they have ample liquidity available for lending to consumer business markets and all of the market operations. He also confirmed that they have not experienced any clearance or margin issues and that the markets continue to function properly. The last time that a U.S. secretary took it upon himself to call the CEOs of America's top banks was the night before the 2008 banking collapse took place. Prophecy students know what to pay attention to and what to ignore. I'm saying this one, pay attention. <laughs> the last time the U.S. Treasury Secretary took it upon himself to call the CEOs of America's top banks was the night before the 2008 banking collapse took place, setting in motion the almost complete the almost complete, the almost complete financial collapse of the American banking system. Uh, apparently, what was going to happen in 2008 was literally much worse than we were told. Apparently, it literally was almost a financial meltdown of all finances. Hal is telling us from inside sources that apparently something really, really big. Now, we're not talking about just America. But we're talking about a potentially worldwide financial something. Now, what could be going on? So then I roll over and I check out Benjamin Fulford's website. Headline, Western Civilization Heading for a Reboot Over the Holidays. What? Western Civilization 
heading for a reboot over the holidays. Now, you remember, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Well, do you have two witnesses? Uh, Apparently, that's what I'm about to read. Many signs and confirmations from highly placed sources indicate that a reboot of Western civilization is being planned for 2019. This is something you set up, bend your ears forward, and you pay close attention to. Many signs and confirmations from highly placed sources indicate that a reboot of Western civilization is being planned for 2019. The shutdown of the U.S. government over the holidays, for example, has nothing to do with building a wall, but it has everything to do with a financial reboot and upcoming military tribunals. I put it out into a broadcast. I believe it was dated 128 of 2018. I believe the title was, Are 44,000 Marines About to Arrest 10,000 U.S. Leaders? And in those days, it, I first ran across it was 4,000 sealed indictments, and then it went to 10,000. I thought, man, this can't wait long. <laughs> well, now it's up to probably over 65,000 sealed indictments. Now think about that. What is going to happen when 65,000 top world bankers, top business people, top government officials, not all of them are top, but a lot of them are. What's going to happen when some 65,000 of them are all arrested? What is coming is about to be much more than just rounding up the criminals who hijacked and bankrupted the U.S. government. He says... As a confirmation to what Hal Turner says, that the Western civilization is about to have a huge and big financial change. This one's dated 1217 of 28, and it is titled Secret Head of World Finance. There's that word again, finance. Secret Head of World Finance, Cardinal Pell, fired and big changes coming. Well, now Q also mentions Cardinal Pell. So this is really big. And I'll tell you right up front, this has to do with the whole change in financial structure that these guys, I'm not saying it, these guys are saying is coming. So he goes on to say, he says, last week, Cardinal George Pell was found guilty of sexually abusing children by an Australian court and was subsequently fired by Pope Francis because he was, quote, elderly. This is huge news in the secret world of finance, because Pell was the person in charge of financial matters at the Vatican, and thus was a secret controller of most world government leaders. What? Okay, well, again, I've been telling you, if you're a prophecy student, you know what's going on much better. So I'm going to interrupt in the middle of that article. Let me read a few scriptures that I believe is talking specifically about this. We're going to go to Revelation 17:3. So the angel carried me away into the spirit, into the wilderness. And I saw a woman. The woman represents eventually what was supposed to be the bride of Christ. So the woman represents those people that follow Jesus. Set upon a scarlet-colored beast. We know that the scarlet-colored beast is the world government. Scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, meaning that the whole world government and those people in it are all going to be blaspheming God. Blasphemy is a direct attack against God. Having seven heads, that's seven continents, and ten horns, that's the ten or the seven continents divided into ten global regions. 
And the woman, this tells you her wealth, this is identifying the woman specifically, I believe, and I'm not trying to criticize my Catholic brothers and sisters. I love my Catholic brothers and sisters, but you have to understand that your church in prophecy is about to be hijacked. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Well, why not? Look, the pearls, the precious stones, and the gold are designed for the church. They're designed for God's people. So this is saying that this is a church that is extremely well-blessed, as should be. This is a church that is extremely powerful, as should be. The congregation of God should be the ones with the gold and the diamonds and the power. So this is correct, but it's about to say it's not been used correctly. Gold, precious stones, and pearls having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Now, that golden cup means that the Lord loves what the the power and how he has blessed this woman and what this woman can do, what this church, what his people can do. But then it goes on to say full of abominations. In other words, filth. I mean, you look at the average person's mouth that calls himself a Christian in America, and you hear filth cursing, cuss words, uh, lies, you hear all kinds of things, and they say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, if you're a Christian, then, my dear brother and sister, you should have a clean mouth and a clean heart. Okay, let's enough of that. Anyway, a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Now, fornication, again, means she, she's gone away from God, so this is a giant church, well-blessed financially and power structurally-wise, but she has now gone to commit abominations and away from God. Catholic Church. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the Great, the Mother of Harlots and Abominations of the Earth. Now, I think that Donald Trump gave us the name the Great. Were it not for Donald Trump, it probably would say Mystery Babylon, the Mother of Harlots. But it says the Great. Because we are the great nation, according to what Donald Trump said in his candidacy. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots. In other words, this is a church that gets many of the other churches and many of the other nations to fall away from Christ. Secretly behind the scenes, they're actually in the leadership kind of like the Department of Justice, kind of like the FBI, kind of like all of the big whatevers these days, they're all corrupt behind the scenes. Now, I'm trying to make a point here. Let's go on. Mother of harlots and abomination to the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of saints. That means that this Catholic church one day will be responsible for killing millions of Christians. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, well, I know the Catholic Church killed a whole lot of people back in the, the Crusades. Yeah, well, that's past. Revelation is not talking about past. Revelation primarily is talking about the future. Specifically in this case, this is Revelation 17. This is talking about the last three and a half years of the tribulation. This, my brothers and sisters, is talking about the future. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Now, in my process of memorizing the book of Revelation, I saw many things. But one of the words that, that really stood out, that was very shocking to me, was the word wonder. Perhaps I'll make a program on that someday. But it says, I wondered with great admiration. Now, I looked up that word wonder, 
And what it really means is mesmerized. It means that they are spellbound. I used to teach public speaking classes, and one of the things that I would tell the group, when you've really reached the point to where when you talk, the people don't scratch their head anymore, they don't touch their eyes, they don't shift in the seats, when everybody freezes, when there's no more blinks, when there's no one else clearing their throat, when there's no one in the room that is moving or anything, all of those little normal things that we do, when those all stop and everybody's eyes are on you, you've reached at that moment, you've reached the pinnacle of what a speaker can reach. When the whole group is, whatever word you want to call it, mesmerized, spellbound, whatever word, that's the best you can be. Well, apparently that's what here wondered means. I saw her and I wondered. So here, John, seeing this in the spirit, was mesmerized when he saw this woman. And he wondered, he mesmerized, he was shocked with great admiration. And the angel said unto him, he rebuked him. He says, wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman. I'll tell you the mystery of the Catholic Church and of the world government that finances her. That's the way we say it. And of the beast that carry her which had the seven continents divided into ten kingdoms. That goes into that. Now, I'm saying all of that. Now, let's go back to the article so you can understand. This is, see, prophecy. when you understand prophecy, you're ahead of the news. You're waiting for the news to catch up. So these guys are just catching up. Let's read that last sentence again. This is huge news in the secret world of finance because Pell was the person in charge of financial matters at the Vatican. What? The church in charge of financial matters? Oh, yes, it gets worse. Let's go on. The Vatican, and thus was a secret controller of most world government leaders. P2 Freemason and CIA sources say, This is because when most world rulers take power, they soon get a visit from an official at the Vatican Bank who hands them a bank book filled with an astronomical number written in it, parenthesis, billions of dollars, or more for big countries, less for smaller countries. They are then told, welcome to the world of the rich, and are gently reminded that if they refuse to accept the money, that they will be, quote, removed. This is the choice of silver or lead that has allowed the Vatican P2 Freemason Lodge, run by the descendants of the Caesars, to secretly rule most world governments. The 200 leaders who last week affirmed the fraudulent, quote, carbon causes global warming, quote, agreement for all slaves of the system, P2 Freemason and CIA sources agree. Thus, the removal of the head of this secret control system will have huge repercussions for world finance. All right, now let's pause right there. Let's get a grip of what we're running across here, because if you understand what's going on here, this is really big. Okay, let's look at it now. Let's back up. Remember the first article I talked about was how Mnuchin has called the six leading banks. And reportedly, the six leading banks say, we're okay. We're not ready to go into a financial collapse. But that's exactly what they did the last time someone in his position called them. They went into a collapse. Then we have Benjamin Fulford saying, that Western civilization is heading for a reboot over the holidays. Then we see, backing up from that, this Cardinal Pell has now been fired, and he's the secret head of world finance. 
So we can conclude that something really, really, really big having to do with world finances is about to take place. Now let's back up and reread that last sentence. Thus, the removal of the head of the secret control system will have huge repercussions for world finance and politics, depending upon who is selected to replace him, and also depending upon whether or not the secret system will be allowed to continue. The secret system will be allowed to continue. Sounds to me like something really, really big is about to happen. Let's go on. On that front, another huge news item, parentheses, still not confirmed because it only becomes from, comes from one royal family source, parentheses, is that a new head of the Committee of 300, the secret government of the 13 ruling bloodline families, will take place, will take power next year. All right, hang on. Back in probably about 1997, we had a fellow by the name of Fritz Springmeier that we put on a speaking tour, and I believe his DVD is up on WatchProphecyClub.com, and you can order the DVD at Prophecy Club. And he had this uh, two books, and they were like hardbound, and they were, how do I say this, about 18 inches by 20 inches big, and they were selling like $125 a book. Now, you'd think... (laughs) And they were not real thick. They were only maybe half inch thick. Maybe, yeah, maybe half inch thick. And you'd think that nobody would be buying a book for $125. He could not keep them in. Today, those books sell for over $1,000 a piece on eBay. What are they talking about? What is so important about them? Well, he talked on the 13 Illuminati bloodlines. That's right. In other words, the top secret evil people at the top of the pyramid on the back of the $1 bill. These are the top people. Now, the top 13 ruling bloodline families is what he was talking about. We had another fella I started to bring in, decided not to, but he was going to talk about the committee of 300. The 300 are the top most evil people, evil ruling people in the world. We're talking about corporation presidents, CEOs, bankers, lawyers, people that rule the evil side of this world. Now, let's read that again. A new head of the Committee of 300, the secret government of the 13 ruling bloodline families, will take power next year. This means Queen Elizabeth will be handing the committee reins to her younger son, parenthesis hint, not Charles and not William. Uh, So I don't know who she's talking about that. With this caveat in mind, uh, here are some excerpts from a statement by the soon-to-be-annoy-appointed new committee head. Parenthesis. The 13 ruling bloodlines, and I have enough of this world, and the minions charged with this curation, all sovereign heads of state and all respective governments, fired ordo ab chao. Now, what's they saying? What are they saying? What does this all mean? It means that, brothers and sisters, there's about to be a big financial change. Huge like probably you and I have never seen in our lifetime. Huge financial change is about to take place. Now, what's this ordo abkeo means? Well, if you look on the front of the Masonic Bible, Morals and Dogma, it has at the bottom of, at least my copy did, the Latin words ordo abkeo. Well, it's Latin. It means order out of chaos. What order? Why, a new world order. Out of what chaos? We don't have a chaos. Yeah, well, a chaos is coming. You see, if you've heard the old saying, if it's not broken, don't fix it. 
Well, they have to break the old world order that, for the most part, was at least founded. Now, it may not be too much today, but founded upon the teachings of the Bible. So they have to break the old world order so that they can come in with a new world order. And we've talked about this, so I'm going to move on. Now I want to talk about something that <laughs> a little uncomfortable for me, and that is Mark Taylor. So when I first heard this guy, I thought, man, this doesn't sound like God. Well, it doesn't sound like God to me, but apparently God has changed the way he is speaking, at least through this brother, because he keeps getting them right. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about, some things that he has said that has come to pass and I have to say, it does, again, it doesn't sound like God to me. It doesn't sound like what sounds like, doesn't sound like the scriptures, doesn't sound like Dimitri, doesn't sound like pretty much anybody else I know of that really is hearing. It just doesn't, that's not the way God talks. However, he keeps getting things right. So I will, to that degree, pass it on. <laughs> okay, so headline. This comes to us uh, from Hal Turner. It says, breaking news. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg to retire in January. Cancer has returned. Now, I heard this about three months ago, but I didn't put on the air because I didn't have a second witness to it. But this is the second witness. So this is the second time I've heard this. So apparently it's true. So who is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Well, probably just the most liberal, most corrupt most evil of all of the Supreme Court justices, and she's like 85 years old, and it goes on to say, word is leaking out in Washington, D.C., that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg will allegedly retire from the bench in January 2019 because her cancer has come out of remission. She is presently 85 years old, according to the article. Now, the part that's interesting here is prophecy point number 15 of Mark Taylor says, The Spirit of God says, The Supreme Court shall lose three, and my president shall pick new ones directly from my tree. Well, this is the third one, <laughs> brothers and sisters. So once again, I mean, that you know, God can talk any way he wants. And I'm still saying it doesn't sound like anything else I know of that's God. But the guy keeps getting them right. So you got to give him some credit. So now with that in mind, I wanted to spend the rest of the broadcast reading through some of these Mark Taylor prophecies. This is dated 428 of 2011. Regarding the commander in chief, it says, The Spirit of God says, I have chosen this man, Donald Trump, for such a time as this. For as Benjamin Netanyahu is to Israel, so this man will be to the United States of America. For I will use this man to bring honor respect, and restoration to America. America will be respected once again as the most powerful and prosperous nation on earth. One of the things we hear Donald Trump saying all the time is America is respected again, and he's restoring America. So did he get it right? Sure did on that one. Let's go on to the next one. The dollar will be the strongest it has ever been in the history of the United States and will once again be the currency by which all others are judged. When I heard that, <clears throat> I have to say, I thought, mm, nah, it ain't going to happen. Mm -mm, mm, not gonna, well, he's right. Once again, he's right. So that's two for two. Let's go on. The Spirit of God says the enemy will quake and shake and fear this man I have anointed. 
They will even quake and shake when he announces he is running for president. It will be like the shot heard across the world. Yeah, he did. The enemy will say, what shall we do now? This man knows all our tricks and schemes. We have been robbing America for decades. What shall we do to stop this? Well, how have they been robbing America for decades? Well, through our NAFTA trade agreements, through things like the Paris Peace Accord, and things like that, and also immigration. It's been, yeah, terrible, terrible. So do you get it? Yeah, that's four for four. Let's go on. The Spirit says, Ha, no one shall stop this that I have started. For the enemy has stolen from America for decades, and it stops now. For I will use this man to reap the harvest. Reap the harvest. Reap the harvest. What's that mean? Well, see, I don't know too many people that have had visions and dreams about holding meetings in sports stadiums. Matter of fact, I'm the only one that I know of that has claimed that God has been giving them visions and dreams of holding meetings in sports stadiums. And then as far as I know, I'm the only one that heard the audible voice of God, as I did on August the 8th of 2015, as I've been telling you, that this is the time of miracles. And so I believe that our harvest as a nation is very, very close. For I will use this man to reap the harvest that the United States has sown for and plunder from the enemy what he has stolen and return it, listen to this, listen carefully, and return it sevenfold back to the United States. Remember I told you that I called Pastor Massey, and I was talking to him about the Lord and what he had been sharing with him, and he said, well, by the way, the Lord told me that the the miracles that are coming, they're not double portion miracles. They're sevenfold miracles. Is that a confirmation? I believe it is, which is why we're going to be organizing on April 19, 2021 20, and 22, a four-day meeting, and we call it Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. More on that later. The enemy will say, Israel, Israel, what about Israel? For Israel will be protected by America once again. The Spirit says, yes, America will once again stand hand and hand with Israel. And the two shall be one, for the ties between Israel and America will be stronger than ever, and Israel will flourish like never before. Well, has that happened? So far it has. I mean, uh, Trump has moved the embassy to Jerusalem. So far, so good. I just hope he doesn't split Israel. So, so far, he's six for six, I'd say. Seven, the Spirit of God says, I will protect America and Israel, for this next president will be a man of his word. All right, hang on. Is he a man of his word? He is just about the only president I have seen ever that has step by step Put a check mark next to every one of the things that he has done that he promised. Just about every one of them and more he has fulfilled. Yes, he has become, in my opinion, a man of his word. When he speaks, the world will listen. True? True. And know that there is something greater in him than all the others before him. This man's word is his bond. True. And the world in America will know this. And the enemy will fear this. For this man will be fearless. Now, this next one is real important. Number eight says, the Spirit says, when the harvest begins, <clears throat> number eight says, when the financial harvest begins, so shall it parallel in the spiritual for America. I don't even think he understands what he just said. See, we've been talking about 
a financial harvest, and we've also been talking about a spiritual harvest. I'm just going to tell you what I think. I cannot say, thus saith the Lord, to what I'm about to say, so if it doesn't happen, please do not bother to email me and say, hey, you missed it, because God has not told me this is going to come to pass. This is just my guess. I think that we're going to see great financial blessings in January, and I think we will see rejoicing in February, arrests in March, and miracles in April. I'll say it again. I think we will see financial blessing in January, rejoicing in February, March will be arrests, April will be miracles. So the Spirit says, when the financial harvest begins, so shall it parallel in the spiritual for America. Well, I think that's right. I think that there's apparently some kind of a big financial harvest that he says is coming. And I know that there's a spiritual harvest, a spiritual blessing that's coming. And I think I know who is going to be bringing in those sevenfold miracles. Time's run out. Please consider helping Prophecy Club. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.